The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Greetings, dear stars. Welcome. This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Thank you for being here. And good day. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you're listening from in the world, on Mind, Body, Spirit FM, it's time once again to get empowered, dear stars. Welcome to episode 17 and the fourth for 2023. Honoring grief and preparing for the Zodiac New Year. We had our last episode, which was the third for 2023. We were so happy to have our guest, wonderful, wonderful, aware, awake, conscious lady, Amanda Gates, who has authored the new book, Feng Shui for the Soul, How to Achieve More Ohm from Your Home. And again, if you are also, uh, thank you all for your positive feedback uh, for that. And yes, we will be having Amanda back again. And if you are just joining us today for the first time, uh, you you got an archive uh, now to check out and uh, check out the very last episode and uh, you can check out what Amanda's got going on and, and, and how... Um, you know, you've often, uh, especially if you're following me on Soul Certainty Community, and um, you're been, you know, on board with the Sharita Star program for a while, you've heard me uh, repeatedly say this 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 phrase of, you know, your line of sight, your sphere of influence, and one of the things that that Amanda really tapped us into, uh, you know, the last episode was about. It's, you know, we didn't even utilize that expression, but the thing is your home is your line of sight and it is part of your sphere of influence. So if we, we don't have that energy in place and, you know, in check where we live, everything else going on around us can, can just be, you know, 
plausibly an utter catastrophe. And, you know, and understanding what law of attraction truly is in our life, that relationship between our home and between and to ourselves is is critical and how we nurture, how we nourish, how we care for it. So again, check that episode out. Very, very valuable uh, information, wisdom in there that she shares with us and important for, for where we're going as well. Because this line of sight and sphere of influence is going to get more important as I believe this, not only this current year that we're in moves along, but equally it is for many years ahead and what is, you know, continuing to be happening is, is understanding our line of sight and our sphere of influence is, is still going to be one of the most important things we will ever have in our consciousness, you know, tool shed, if you want to call it that, or your toolbox, whatever it is that you have with your tools, um, you've got to have that one down. And that, that, that that's at the top of the list of priorities, right? And as I'm recording this, of course, we have uh, the, the Super Bowl just passed, and, and and you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a you know, I've sort of like, I don't want to say I boycotted it. <laughs> But but I just want to like pull in some awareness about about it, and you know I I know our country, America's you know or everybody's about sports in this country and and that's wonderful, you know when when you're looking at sports in in such a way that it's a team effort obviously and and you're you're working with the the way that the the you know. The, whatever game it is you're playing is is for you know that you know whether you're getting the exercise or whatever it is you're doing it for that's an important thing but in this coining of the title and the energy of super bowl which is you know what americans we, we, we do some weird things here. You know, we're, we're, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I could get into a whole nother topic another day. Um, there's a lot of pride in this country. There's no question, but, um, I think, I think there's a lot of ego involved. And, and if, and if we can unpack the Super Bowl a little bit, just to, just to kind of tap in, you know how I do all the lexigrams. And again, for those of you just joining and, and, and hopping on, Lexigrams are a way that we take any word, name, or title and we spell out the truth. So basically, we're going to derive other words, meaning anagrams, from the original, and then we phrase them like poetry or prose. And and it has this uncanny way of just what, oh my, you know. And that's what I did write my book of uh, about, uh, which is entitled, it's all in the name. Uh, you have my reference link, um, to more about me. So you can explore that under publications on my website and, um, under my 
who I am and how long I've been <laughs> trying to help people <laughs> and working with people in this, uh, you know, raising consciousness way. So the, the title of Super Bowl spells this. And this, when I got, and I, 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 I must have did this one like, I, the Super Bowl actually, yeah, Super Bowl's in the book. So, because I have a whole chapter devoted to sports in the book and, and how the, the team's names say things and, and the horse's names say things and, and, and all this interesting kind, kind of thing. Um, so Super Bowl as a title spells this. Sure lowers, robs our soul. Ooh. That's just kind of disgusting right there. And we get a couple of other phrases here that come out of the, the title of Super Bowl. Sure slows our soul power. We bow our pure, sure power. Lowers us, uses us, we be pure, soul, low souls. Our pure soul power pulse less. That's the energy as we spell out the truth from Super Bowl. Now, if you look at what's, you know, kind of, you know, it's a, it's an American sensationalized, oh my God, it's all exciting. You know, there's well over a hundred million viewers. It's, look at the ads. I mean, it's this huge thing. And, and, and to me now, and I'm a very, you know, most of you know, You've heard me say at some point in time, I, I, you know, I, I don't own a television. I, I don't participate in it. Obviously, I do see things, and I am aware of what you can watch uh, due to the obvious lovely technology of the internet. But I'm not a very big person that sits around and watch. I don't watch the news. I don't watch any of that. You know, I, do, I just, I just, I've never done it in my entire adult life, and that was due to my parents kind of conditioning me as a child because I, I used to, you know, my, my charming behavior wouldn't be so good when I was a kid, admittedly. And so they, my consequence was they took television away from me. And of course, you know, back and to date my, my charming maturity, um, you know, back when, when I was a youth, less mature than I am now, uh, there was a lot less options, you know, there was, there was no such thing. I mean, I, I was a child when, when, when MTV became, uh, you know, a reality. So, you know, I'm in that generation of, you know, I was, you know, in my youth at the time when all that started to come to be. So, you know, there was just basically the five channels on, on the TV and that was it. You know, it wasn't like all the fancy stuff that, 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 you know, you have the myriad of, of, <laughs> uh, choices to, to do now. Um, I don't even know what to do. I actually, I'm at, ever at like a, a friend's house or something. And, and of course, you know, most of my people have the, they do have a television. And they hand me that remote and I don't know what to do with it. It's like, what are you going to do? Operate a spaceship with this thing? I mean, it's just, that's remarkable to me. And I don't even know how to, to do anything on it. I mean, it just confuses me. But anyway, 
So that's just, you know, where I have always come from. And, and here I am, you know, I'm the math geek and, and I wound up and, you know, over the course of my life, never understanding I was going to end up doing this work. So I'm not a big, you know, I, I just don't gravitate to the TV thing. I just don't do it. So I'm very aware of ads and I'm very aware of the manipulation and all the, the weirdness that goes on. And, and so the Super Bowl is just this amazing, it's just this amazing mind, you know, I could use a few choice words, but I have to keep it clean. You know, it's a huge programming session, which is, isn't it interesting with the lexagram spell? It's like robbing our soul. We're getting robbed. <laughs> so just put that, just keep that in mind, you know. Um, you know, any of these like major sports things, they all do the same thing. You know, you watch anything on television, the whole, all those different sports seasons. I mean, look at what you're always subjected to. If you're always, you know, if you're, if you're not going to the game personally and spending so much money now that you, you, you can barely afford it. I mean, it's just amazing the amount of money that goes into all this, you know. So just put that in your awareness hat. It, you know, again, I'm not knocking sports and, I, and I'm not judging any of it, but it is it is such a part of the conditioning. And, and what is going on in, well, everybody wants this normal to come back and everybody wants what happened prior to 2020 to come back into this space of now. And most of you probably know the expression, you can't stand in the same river twice. So we can't go back to whatever was, was the river of 2019 prior to 2020 and how we led up to that. We can't go back to that same river. The river's totally different. So... And where I'm going with the honor and grief, because everybody's like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> you said you're going to talk about honor and grief. I don't think people are honoring the fact that the old life is just, it is gone. I don't know. I, the, the, for, for me, the, 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 the life that was going on prior to 2020 no longer exists for me. Uh, I could get into 20 million reasons why, but I, 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 don't want this to be the, it is the Sharita Star and Power Hour, but it's Empower You Hour, not listen to me talk about my life hour. Um, so we're in such a time, and, and as this episode airs, we have just entered Pisces, okay? The sun is in Pisces now until we walk it through the door of the new universal year. Uh, excuse me, the new Zodiac year. So we're in the last, uh, you know, we're in the last 30 days right now, or less than 30 days as this will air. Uh, we're in the last 30 days of the Zodiac year that we are concluding. So the energy of Pisces is, is, you know, it's all encompassing. It is our sign of empathy. It's our sign of sympathy. It is a sign that grieves quite a bit because it feels everything. It feels everything. It's why Pisces are so 
known to be intuitive and psychic and they they see stuff and they believe in the unknown they they don't have to see it to believe it and but it's also why some of them who don't have the tools or they've never been taught how to handle that energy they turn to you know coping mechanisms and and they turn it off and they don't want to see anything and I, and i think collectively what happened in this and you've you know again if you've been listening for a little while with me you've heard me say this several times over we could have fixed the collective issues on this planet and in the country we could have fixed it all in 2020 but we just shoved it away and people didn't get the memo not enough people there's a there's a good amount of people who are understanding the crisis and then there's this other side of the coin who just think that, no no we we're going back to normal and everything no 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 it's fine oh, yeah oh, yeah let's just go right back to what we were doing let's go right back to what we were doing and i mean i get so many people, you know, because obviously people are constantly, you know, checking in with me, t- telling me personal stories and, you know, following up with with any given situations, um, you know, that they've either sought insight for with me on a private level or, you know, however the case is. Um, and the community of, of the Soul Certainty community on Patreon and any discussions that go on there. But most people who are, you know, in some form of awareness of what is going on right now, they're feeling this intensity of honoring grief. And and some, I think, some people don't quite understand that that's what they're doing, but but that's what we're all doing. The, the ones who are actually allowing themselves to be st- in that stillness that this year of 2023 really wants. It wants the stillness and the silent listen so that we can process this stuff. Seven is, is, is guided by Neptune, which of course is the same planet that guides Pisces. So now we're in the intensity of it as we're concluding our Zodiac year and we're getting ready for the new Zodiac year, which is, Again, it's gonna that's gonna happen on um, the twentieth of March, and we we enter spring equinox. We turn into the sign of Aries, and we start the beginning of the zodiac again. So you know we have like energetically, if you want to call it that. Uh, you know we have this universal year that switches with how the numerology is 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 allowing us. You know the wisdom and the insight to be guiding. You know understanding of the collective energy, but the astrology is is a little different because the the actual astrological new year does not start until spring equinox. So we're still as we're peeling off that winter slaw sl- sludge. <laughs> I think most people could agree this winter was very sludgy. Um, it is still c- kind of sludgy. We're not out of the winter woods quite yet, but we're getting there. And and then, of course, you have the Chinese Zodiac New Year, which is all lunar-based. And that's already kicked in. That was back in January. So, you know, 
we're in a time right now, at least from like the Western astrological standpoint, as again, as this podcast is airing, we have until the 20th of March to be working with this honoring grief. And, and it is it is highly, highly sensitized energy. Now, as we conclude February and, and, and we're working through the remainder of February, we are in a collective energetic month of, of nine. So there's a lot of energy peeling away, finalizing, concluding, and, and making space because once we cross into March and we're still under the Pisces, our sun is in Pisces and our sun is working with the energy of Pisces collectively. We're moving into a one universal month for March as we're connecting with this seven universal year. So February to March in 2023 are very pivotal as far as how, you know, the year is unfolding. And, and, and if you covered, if you've, excuse me, if you are, have listened to, uh, it was the very last episode of 2022 where I, I, oh, you know, did a little outlook for, um, this universal year and, you know, just what was, you know, going to be asked of us. And again, if you're on Soul Certainty, you have a couple of different recordings on there that uh, explain the very strong timeline of 2023 and, you know, how this works from a month to month level, just from understanding numbers without even getting into the astrology side of the coin. Um, but today I'm kind of like trying to fuse them both together, but you, you can see all of this because I do a universal month post. I do the Zodiac of the month post. So the, what z- current Zodiac month we're in and they, you know, obviously Zodiac month is always going to switch. We just switched into Pisces a couple of days ago as this airs. So, um, you know, we are just getting our feet wet with Pisces energy from the solar perspective. But again, understanding that the entire universal new year is a very Piscean, this, you know, the whole year of 2023 is a Piscean, Neptunian guided seven energy. You know, we're under this whole realm for the whole year of 2023, which is, you know, again, this is very strong honoring grief, letting things go you know, really taking a good look at, at what is going on here. And, and again, we're getting prepared to cross the threshold into this new Zodiac year as we enter Aries. And believe me, this year, there's a lot going on ju- as soon as we get into it. We cross the, the, the line of spring officially on the equinox and um, what's going to be like running out of the gates there. And as if we haven't talked and beat Mars retrograde with a dead horse at this point, as far as I'm concerned. Well, Mars has been in, in, in Gemini since last August. So there is that, but we all know about the Mars retrograde that, that started at the end of October last year. And that only turned around on the 12th of January, but the shadow of that passage is not even over with until the 16th of March, just a couple of days before we turn into the spring equinox. So we're still working with that correction from the Mars retrograde reflection as well, Um, which it's, there's a lot of kinks as we're seeing things that we saw energetically be put into some form of motion 
from the 30th of October through January 12th, you've noticed, if you're paying attention, all of that is sort of unwinding in a different way or it's being, again, corrected because the decisions were made under a reflective pass, not a let's put put everything in a let, let's let's initiate when we're supposed to because <laughs> we're not supposed to be initiating a lot of things under intense interplanet retrogrades as you've also again if you've been listening for a while you you know what I talk about uh you can go back to and that's um my god that was last summer of 2022 of um the mastering mastering mercury retrograde so again if you're just joining us check out there's you got the archives go go have fun go have fun explore we're here to just relate what we can so the other thing we're under right now since uranus turned direct on the 22nd of january is this other auspicious pass in astrology known as all planets direct motion that's going to be in effect until the 21st of april so as we start this new zodiac new year on in march which is a month before the uh, all planets direct motion will break it's an auspicious time to be opening that doesn't always happen either that we start a brand new zodiac new year when there's nobody retrograde so that's unusual um so it's a that's a powerful thing to take advantage of on as much of a personal level as as we possibly can but what we are noticing and again unless you're really living under a rock and you have no feelings or awareness you cannot deny that we got a lot of intensity going on on this planet and people are grieving and people are they can't even explain why they're feeling exhausted why are they tired why are why are our people you know and again Going back to just our last episode, when we had the the wonderful uh, you know conversation with Amanda, she she had some wonderful points to explain why of you know we're watching this kind of like a collective anger going on and 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 just how it is with that relationship with technology and this un, uneasiness it gives people because we've been conditioned to be very stimulated, especially visually. And that was something very strongly I, from my understanding of, quote, the energy, uh, you know, coming into this, this time frame, you had to turn it off. You have to stop watching as much as you can. And I cannot continue to stress that enough to people is the more you're taking things in, the more you're disturbing your energy. And it doesn't mean I want you to go and put your head in the sand. That's not what I'm saying either. But you have to watch how you're taking the information in. That's why listening is far better for your conscious mind right now or your subconscious mind if you want to look at it from both angles so that you're not being fooled by what you're seeing. And when you listen in this energy that we're currently collectively in, when you listen more than your watch, you're going to get a whole different perception. Because the thing is, they want to fool us as much as humanly possible. That is a guarantee. 
So the more we're taking in on a visual level that way, far outside of our own ability to see in that line of sight and see in our sphere of influence, the more we're, you know, taking in things that are just throwing that chi off and we're not, we create more anxiety by watching right now. We create more anxiety by tuning into all that that's too far outside of us. When we listen and we're still and we're silent, we're working with a completely different energetic standpoint. And that that's just, again, that's the numerological energetic two cents. <laughs> you know, people can take it or leave it. You know, they truly can. It, it, it matters not to me that people take the advice. It's up to them. It's their free will. It's their human experience in all of this. So, uh, you know, and Amanda touched upon that last episode as well. There's no right or wrong way to be doing things. But when the wisdom says, the wisdom of the energetic quote forecast says, hey, just be aware of this right now in your life and what you're doing with it and how you are being conscious about it. That's all. You set your formula. You set your pace for how you want to work with it, with that advice. There's no right or wrong way to do it. There's no absolutes. There's all. There's no all or nothing. But moderation and being mindful with our technology is quintessentially part of the energetic program of how we're going to work with this time frame in our collective, you know, human experience the best. So that, again, that line of sight, that sphere of influence that is so important to maintain and will become all the more critical to maintain as we keep moving through the river. <laughs> We're going to, you know, really, really notice that that's important. That's going to be, again, just critically, critically, critically important. So what we have also just um, experienced is we are now in, uh, we, we had the second new moon that was at that second new moon of, of 2023, and it was the fourth of that series at four, and again, if you're on Soul Certainty community with me, you, you have a very strong understanding already of what this is. We had four full moons, excuse me, we had four new moons since that started in November of 22, that all, every new moon was at one degrees of the sign. It started with the Sagittarius new moon. We had our Capricorn new moon, zero degrees, one, one degrees of Capricorn, one degrees of Aquarius on the Chinese lunar new year. And then the one that just happened on the 20th earlier this week is the last that's locked in at this one degree. So I called it, it was like protecting our heart space and again, Hop on Soul Certainty, you can learn more about that and what all that collectively meant. But we were supposed to be really cultivating this time for our heart space and to really, really get in touch with a few things energetically, as we say. And um, and then coming up, so this waxing phase we're currently in is leading us up to 
another full moon naturally because we do this all the time. But this one that will arrive on the 7th of March is going to be uh, amazing. Another amazing full moon. And again, if you've been following along with me, and you, you'll also get some more details on this on the 2022 finale forecast that is uh, that aired in October of 2022. Uh, I had that together, but you'll hear me talk about this fairly extensively, this quote seven at 16. So this was the understanding of all the the full moons that uh, have opposed since October's 2022's full moon in Aries. And we're getting this other unusual pattern for seven months that every full moon opposed at 16 degrees of the sign. Now, 16 is important because it's a very, very healing and very, very, very grieving energy. And so there's a lot to unpack with understanding what 16 is about. Again, I have all this in grave detail on um, Soul Certainty Community. And there's bi-monthly lunaroscopes that come out um, for each new and full moon. And you can get a little little solar guidance for, you know, what each new and full moon means for you, where you should be focusing. Very law of attraction uh, related because our feelings deal with everything of what we're attracting in our life, whether we want to admit that or not. Um, but it's feeling and thinking is all that ever matters for all of us as we evolve. So um, as we're looking at March 7th, this is the sixth one of this 7 at 16 that's coming in. So this, and I, I would, you know, I, I, I think most of you, Again, who have your, you know, consciousness and awareness caps fully on. I, I, I think that full moon back in February, uh, a couple of weeks ago, that was on, uh, that happened at this 16 degree opposition that was back in Leo. Um, hello. Oh my God. What that pulled out on an energetic level. So. This next one coming in is, is not going to spare us either. So, you know, get prepared. Um, the last one of these will align in opposition on the 6th of April. That's the last one that will do this at 16. And then we're getting ready for, you know, we're, we're in the Zodiac New Year at that point. But there's a lot of other stuff going on. And again, you have all of these access to all this information on soul certainty. But this 7 at 16 has been such a powerful time. And that's why we're in this collective grieving. Like you cannot uh, deny the fact that there's a lot of collective grief going on. A lot of, I mean, unprecedented collective grief. People are dealing with challenges like they've never dealt with challenges before, but there's a collective powerhouse in, in, in this energetic field right now. And, and it's, it really wants us to, to, you have to honor it. If you do not tap into honoring that grief, it will catch up with you in another way, shape or form. So that was what the importance of understanding, taking stillness and the silent listen was all about in 2023. And this is not going away. 
And I think people just wanted to like think that wasn't going to be true. And, and here we're going to just keep grinding. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing all these things. And it's going to be just hunky-dory and not, not, nothing's going to be, you know, whatever. And 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 I'm, this brings me to talk about in, enlightenment because I, I think people are just so like how they're confused about meditation and what that really means and, and, and how you could practice it as proactively as you can. And there's no, again, I'll, I'll go back to what Amanda said in our last episode. She's like, there's no rules. You know, like people are throwing all this stuff into, you know, oh my God, there's a right and a wrong way to do everything. And da, 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 da. It's what feels good for you in a moral compass way. But when people want to be enlightened and I, you know, you keep hearing like, oh, there's the great awakening going on and oh, there's going to be a big light switch and everything's going to be hunky dory. No, no, no. We're going to, we, we've got to get enlightened first. And enlightenment is not what people think it is. I'm going to read this. This is kind of a long passage, but this is, this is one of the most, uh, accurate things I have ever seen about, uh, enlightenment. And it's by Carlos Cucubura. And it was adapted by Tim McClue. But this, these statement, this entire passage I'm going to read next is, is, it's amazing. And here's exactly what's going on in the now. And, and, and this is what is going on concerning quote unquote enlightenment. So you thought you wanted enlightenment. Thought that life would be all peachy and smooth sailing when the veils of illusion were lifted. Those who have become disillusioned and haven't slid back into denial after seeing what was on the other side or run in the opposite direction with their first taste of enlightenment realize that waking up is hard work. Breaking free of the ancient historical constant of mind control is an ongoing process of waking up out of denial. Spiritual emergence and awakening involves a psychological break from the consensus social agreements of our planetary cultures. The realization that you have been fooled beyond belief can cause a great deal of inner turmoil to arise, utter dismay, a sense of humiliation, and a resulting backlash from friends and family who continually and unconsciously attempt to pull you back in line with the consensus. In this process of breaking free from the enslavement of human consciousness, if you don't have days where you completely question your sanity, I would suggest that you aren't really waking up. There is no use asking agents of the matrix to validate your awakening, for you will end up being diagnosed and medicated. You are simply becoming sane in an insane world. Now, more than ever, it is time for those who have already lifted these veils to assist others who need the band-aid ripped off quickly. A considerably revised history lesson with regards to our true human origins is in order for the majority of humanity. Access the information, educate yourself, grab the sword of truth, 
and start swinging. We must be willing to take a very direct look at what factors are inhibiting and obstructing our ability to see how the currently implemented planetary paradigm has emerged from a history of violence, bloodshed, and oppressive regimes. We are dealing with mind programming, brainwashing, fantasisms, and memes that have been so deeply embedded into the collective human psyche from ages ago that breaking free of them takes considerable and ongoing effort. Not only must we dissociate ourselves from the daily distractions, which are designed to keep us oblivious to the bigger picture, we must be prepared to do the homework in order to discover our true human origins and the ongoing agenda of social control to suppress that occulted hidden truth. Carlos Cucubura with Tim McClue. Powerful words right there about what enlightenment really is. So it's an ugly process, guys, you know. Um, what's going on in the collective right now, it is, it is, it is not pretty. It, it, it there just isn't anything, it, it, it's, it's so raw. It is so raw. And that is equally why I tied in at the beginning of this episode about the infamous Super Bowl, because, if you can really look at it and 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 have discernment about that, then that's great. But most people do not. And it just it's one more element of what happens on this planet in quote the social conditioning or obviously from this country because I really don't think people from outside of America really pay attention to that thing. But quote me if I'm wrong because I don't know what people do in other countries concerning our Super Bowl. But the fact that we actually name our baseball thing uh, the World Series when there's only our country playing in it is just, that should give you enough. Um, You should just ask the question right there. And it's not a conspiracy theory. So, you know... (laughs) Just think about it. You know, I always ask people to think. You can think whatever you want at the end of the day, but just think. So, and this leads me to another thing. And it was funny. I found this that I had written a while back about the spell out the truth in cell phones. And when you take the title of cellular phones, what does it spell? this spill out the truth thing. And this, I was like, oh my God, here we go. Like, I forgot I wrote this. Like, this is, this. I mean, this was, this was just, you know, here it is, the raw truth of cell phones. So again, going back to doing this, I, I, I'm taking this title of cell phone and we are doing a little anagrams. We're only spelling other words using that, the, the letters in the title and we're phrasing those, um, Words like poetry or prose, and we're going to let's spill out the truth from cell phones. Hello? Help! Chosen clones lose hope on cells. Cells sell hell holes. And then if we take cellular phones and really go to town on let's spill out the truth. Sure seen as a spell, so our soul sleep as sheep. Earphones are hell for 
our ears and four spelled P-H-O-R, phonetically. Cells replace our real soul pleasure. Cells cheapen our personal plans. So our loners, so all our loners on our cells. No one learns real on our cell phones. All sure escape on our cell phones. Our all core soul source sleep on our cell phones. Now, you can look at what's going on. (laughs) Everybody's got one, don't they? (laughs) Most people. Um, There's something to consider there. I mean, we talked about that in the last episode with with Amanda as well. And, uh, you know, I mean, look, it's a tool. it's there. The technology's there. It's like her and I discussed. The technology's there, but if you don't use your technology as a tool, that's going to be a problem. And you will not be conscious. You'll be highly unconscious. You'll be highly compromised. So it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's breaking away you know, this enlightening time that we're all within. We're, we're breaking away from everything we thought we signed up for or, or we thought, quote, was normal. It's this is complete breaking away going on right now. Um, there's another, you, and again, for those of you who are on Soul Certainty who, who listen with me and as always, thank you so much for, for being part of the community and, and supporting it. You've heard me talk about another thing that's that's going to be happening. So so a couple days after a couple days after uh we get into the Zodiac New Year and we are gonna have a very significant planetary shift which has been decade, you know, this hasn't happened in, and it hasn't happened in over a decade, almost 14 years. And this is the movement of Pluto that will move on the 23rd of March. Pluto is going to leave Capricorn where it's been since very late 2008, shortly after election day in 2008. And Pluto moves into Aquarius. But here's here's what happens. Is that that Pluto only gets to it only will sit at that 0 degrees in a, in the tipping point. We say the tipping point in astrology. It's only going to sit at 0 degrees of 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 Aquarius until the 11th of June. So we only get from the 23rd of May until the 11th of June because Pluto will go retrograde. It's May 1st in the midst of our Merc- next Mercury retrograde. And then, you know, it's just the further dismantling of all planets direct motion <laughs> that will come once we're into Taurus this year. Um, so, but this is where it's this is this is where i see 
as as we're entering this zodiac new year and where it's going to get pretty intense it's going to get intense folks really really intense because when you have Pluto, we, he, he is our, you know, planet of, you know, he's he's our large scale resource planet. He's the big picture. He's looking at the scope of everything. And he's he's getting out of that power Capricornian authority, systematic leadership, all of that control. And he's moving into Aquarius, which is the sign of humanity, innovation, and and having a little prophecy and and breaking through the norm and quite frankly the unexpected in certain ways. So there there the, the this time frame where he's sitting at zero degrees and then he's gonna retrograde on the on the um going to retrograde on the 1st of May, and then he backtracks through that zero degrees and goes back into Capricorn on June 11th. And then we've got the remainder of of the retrograde to contend with. So it's like we get this little, you're going to get this like taste. But it's like that three-month time frame is still going to be rocking humanity's boat. And that sense of revolution will be felt. And we're already like, we know we're building to that. You know you're seeing it. You you know you've seen, you're seeing people stand. I mean, if you're, if, if you can, can, if you're finding your information well away from the main sources of finding it that are, quote, culturally demanded and your quote, your set, your (laughs) status quo way of finding it. You are seeing that there are many, many, many humans all over the planet who are standing up against things. They're not, they haven't been, you know, sitting around going, yeah, I'm just going to deal with it, whatever. You know that things are going on in a more of a quote revolutionary way. But what, what most people think is is that you know revolution and and rebellion is is all about like hey we're we're which not to say that this won't come in some capacity as well but most people have this this again this 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 general idea that rebellion is like oh it's all about like you know throwing the government out and and you know just being completely chaotic and burning everything down and and just having a you know a showdown or I could I could say another choice word, but I, I like to keep the show clean. So, you know, we won't do that today. But you know what I mean about the the show that begins with an S and and I I'm sure you can or you know, you could say the hot mess show, whatever, however you want to go there. But when when we wanna really get into rebellion in a conscious moral compass way. Let's look at it like this. Let's let's look about taking control of our own health. Let's let's look at becoming self-sufficient. And let's educate ourselves to not comply to authority or whomever it is that wants us just to stay obedient in a weakened state. Completely mesmerized by information that's not true and wants to keep everybody sick. 
because that's the system that rebellion needs to happen against. And that's the energy of what revolution is going to do. And you've heard me, and I, I think I, I did this on the Lexagrams episode back last year when I did that in connection to the Law of Attraction series I did. But the word revolution spells this. And I, I did a whole thing on it, but I'm just going to do one of the most key phrases that comes out of the word revolution. Unite it in one true love over evil to live it right. That's it. One true love. Unite it in one true love. If people do not get the memo now, which is what honoring grief is about, because honoring grief is understanding love and true love at that. That is how we're going to unite. And that is how we're going to stand in unity. Because if you keep falling for the divide and conquer and you keep falling into this division, it's not going to bode well. And that's part of the honoring of the grief we're all doing right now before we walk into this Zodiac New Year in March on the spring equinox in 2023. And a couple of days later, we, we get this very potent energy of Pluto that's going to carry us through the majority of the spring. Just Because basically Pluto goes back into Capricorn, you know, like two weeks before its, its summer solstice. So the spring is, this spring is such a powerful time. And we're going to watch some stuff. So we got to be ready for this as a human race. And we have to have that line of sight in the sphere of influence pristine, pristine. You know, there's just no more excuses anymore. There's no more excuses not to keep that line of sight in the, in the sphere of influence beyond up to snuff because you will get caught with your pants down if you don't have it in place. And I don't say that to be fearful. I don't say that to be degrading to anybody. I say that to prepare you and to empower you. Your line of sight, your sphere of influence has never been more important. This isn't, you know, about, again, it's not about gloom and doom. It's about the reality and the nature of how this energy is unfolding. And speaking of nature, it's a perfect time to get yourself, you know, back into it as, as much as possible. Um, being in nature right now, turning things off, you know, again, you got to keep yourself aware of what's going on. It, 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 it's obvious. Um, and again, on, on, on soul certainty, uh, there is a post, uh, I, and I do a lot of public posting on there too. So if you don't want to join the community, you, you can certainly follow along on there and, and just, you know, get, get ideas about some things. Um, but I, I did a post about what's cooking in America right now. And America has a very powerful, um, 
current transit going on from its current personal year that we're in as a nation, which is this eight, it's a 17 higher energy, but it's an eight personal year. There's a whole, there's a whole download in there, post on that from joining the community that you can access. And I walk through the entire forecast of America for this year, but our ruling planet of the eight year, which is Saturn is sitting on the country's natal moon right now. It's been sitting there the entire month of February. It won't get off until the end. And we had the, the, the midst of it, uh, fall. It was an exact, like, on top conjunction on February 11th. And then it, but it's still sitting on top of the country's natal moon in its area where it communicates. So the mentality in America is, is beyond, it's like the, the accountability we need to have as Americans, especially as Americans, needs to, 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 to come together for those who are willing to listen. So check out that post on soul certainty. It's, it's public. It's, it's, it's there. But to get back to the nature of things, nature, as we spell out the truth, also gives us this phrase, a true turn. If we understand and step back into nature, we're going to get our answers. The more we disconnect, the more clearly we see. So getting in touch with the nature is what we need to keep doing as we're remaining aware and as we are, you know, again, just trying to deal with this mantra, never compromise living consciously and, and keep, you know, keep our pulse where it belongs and not where it doesn't. Because anybody, if we want to keep putting our, our attention where it doesn't belong, we are going to get ourselves into trouble, uh, further trouble. And you, 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 you can't get, um, again, I keep telling people you can't get caught with your pants down. <laughs> you don't want to be doing that. So, you know, we want to continue to just honor the grief and, and, and understand what we, and if we can be compassionate with others right now, when we don't have a personal crisis happening, then what we can do to help others is critical and important. But for those who are all dealing with crisis on our planet right now, you know, let's let's keep our our light and our space held for them and and keep that going because rubbernecking is not helping them, but holding space for them is going to make a huge difference in what happens in the recovery. Um and I, and I don't need to talk about everything going on 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 globally. You, 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 if you're aware, you know what's going on. So let's keep holding that as best that we can. Because that's going to be important as we move forward, conclude this current Zodiac year, and move forward into our new one this spring equinox. So... Let's do it. Let's do it, my dear stars. <laughs> so as always, I thank you so much for being here and taking another silent listen to the Sharita Star Empower Hour. And be sure 
To connect to the go-to link for today's episode and further explore all the updates that are regularly provided on Soul Certainty Community. Equally, we give you an amazing gratitude for your consideration to continue to support this energetic work. And we'll be back on March 10th with more consciousness conversation for our ongoing seven universal year of 2023 and all that is intensifying not only in America, but on the obvious global scale. Our discernment and abilities to step back will continue to empower us to own our now so that we'll see how very much we will have won. Until next time, this is Sharita Starr from Mind, Body, Spirit FM. Never compromise. Living consciously. Namaste, dear stars. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.